Hey everyone, and welcome back to Rice and Shine, a show looking at life through the perspective of three Asian American teens living in the Pacific Northwest. I'm Sophie. I'm Ava. And I'm Lauren. And today, we're going to be talking about parasocial relationships. And if you don't know what that means, don't feel bad, because I didn't until like 10 minutes ago. And I'm going to read you this definition here. Parasocial relationships are one-sided relationships where one person extends emotional energy, interest, and time, and the other party, the persona, is completely unaware of the other's existence. And I guess this term is most commonly used with, like, celebrities and their fans. But I guess it could go for, like, other things, like hallway crushes. <laughs> okay, that was targeted. <laughs> um, but I put that down on the dock initially because... I was like, oh my gosh, Sophie and I have come so far from being so K-pop obsessed to where we are now. We seem, I don't know, pretty well, like, pretty well adjusted human beings. I mean, I don't know about you, but yeah, I think that that this will be an interesting one to unpack, whether that's reflecting on our K-pop phase or like just looking at it as a society. And yeah, let's get into it. Let's start with the obvious. So we all know there are a lot of, like, obsessed fans and, like, guys, me too, okay? I will never outgrow that. Like, I'm always going to be obsessed with, like, some certain celebrity. Right now I think it might be Margot Robbie. Mm, but real. it's, like, Valid. what I'm wondering, though, is, like, is is parasocial relationships, like, referring to people who, like, believe they have a relationship with this person? Or is it, like... Just, like, when somebody really likes a celebrity. Because I feel like that's not, like, a bad thing, I mean, an example I saw is how, like, when Disneyland opened, Disneyland reopened after COVID, people were, like, crying and stuff. Oh, my God. Oh, (gasps) Disney adults. Disney adults, I think, are definitely... We need to address that. Yeah, are definitely a form of parasocial relationships. Because I think it's just, like, my personal definition is when you're so, so invested in either like a corporation or a celebrity or a fandom, whatever, whatever. And that it like brings you, like your emotions are controlled by it and you don't control your emotions. Uh, Speaking of that like Disneyland thing, I saw this TikTok that everybody was clowning on and it was like this girl and she was like seeing Disneyland for the first time reopening since COVID and she like falls to her knees and starts crying. And it's like that song that's like, Hey now, oh, hey I know, now. I know. That one's an instant this classic. This is what dreams are made <laughs> oh my of. God. Wow. And everybody yeah. was clowning on this girl, and some people were like, guys, like, just because it brings her joy doesn't mean you get to make fun of it. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, valid, but like. Yeah, like, I guess in theory, but like, Disney adults are definitely like what I think of. When I think like parasocial relationship, I think K pop fans and like Disney adults. Like, did you know that there's, like, there's, like, I don't know if this still exists, but you can, like, buy a house in, like, Disney World or something. What? Wait, like, no you way. can live there. Like, there's, like, a Walt Disney house or something. Like, this was Aww. a thing, like, a couple years ago, maybe. I don't know if it still is. But How like, would that even work? I don't know. They just like, have this, like, what? huge mansion house that's, like completely disney themed and you're like right next to the parks or something like oh okay okay i can it's see like that. that well it's like owned by disney though or something oh, and like there's like mickey mouses everywhere and like <laughs> mickey mice <laughs> and like <laughs> i always thought that was a little odd but i don't know if that's like is that really parasocial though because like well that's like, more like attached to the brand real. right yeah like yeah. the stories aren't like real people which brings mm. me to k-pop fans I think 
Ava should speak on this one because she has seen us go through yeah. the wave of not caring to the spike of being like, oh my gosh, to now being like, what was I thinking? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I was never into like the K-pop thing because I just, at that time, I wasn't listening to pop music. That has changed, but <laughs> she's a new. I woman. just remember like scrolling through videos and it'd be like k-pop edits and stuff and then you go to the comments and there's like a bunch of people being like oh my god like he's so hot or something and then like at the very bottom it would be people like k-pop stands are the worst like the worst mm. and i mean i've seen you guys go through your <laughs> okay K-pop. okay let's let's do a little bit of like housekeeping here um, uh, we weren't like we weren't like the craziest i think sophie was definitely more in deep yeah. than i was I, yeah. I think i was yeah but guys not so in deep like not like stalker well yeah well yeah well, <laughs> I, guys, hope I hope yeah i did not stalk them i swear but what was like the depth of your like obsession like just, what was like, like the most obsessed thing you did <laughs> well, um, so interrogation. Those, <laughs> so like, those edits. I just know. Oh, I was an edit watcher, guys, and I still am. Just oh, like, I thought you were gonna say I was an edit maker. Oh. No, I've never made an okay. edit. Okay, it, ha- it has crossed my mind, but I was like, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> Something in me was like, Sophie, don't do it. Yeah, it, maybe it, that's for it the was best. Your, it was your future self telling my you future that. self told me not to make edits, so I never did anything like crazy. Like I never like like dressed up as one of them. What? Wait, how would, do people dress up? I don't know. Like, what if you were Jungkook for Halloween? That I would mean, be pretty I feel like sick. I feel like I would. Have. Yeah, people would definitely. That's something that. I would do like <gasps> nowadays. Wait, I just got a flashback of Grace. The first ever time Sophie and her met was at a Halloween like function at my house in mm. eighth grade, and she dressed up as a K-pop idol. I remember that. Really? Now. Oh wait, I do remember that. But I don't think that was parasocial as much as it was like she was like putting together things in her closet. Mm. Yeah, and she's like... I'll give her the benefit of the doubt there. Yeah, I don't think that was parasocial. It was, like, really broad. It was very broad. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I get it. And I didn't, but... Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, I think, like, dressing up as them, um, like, has definitely a very large range. Because there's, like, I don't know, the more obsessed thing. And there's <gasps> stuff that's, like, the Wait. fashion that's influenced by what, they're, Guys, what they wear. that mm. reminded me. That comment reminded me of Ollie London. Oh, <gasps> That yeah. guy that, who, like, got okay, plastic that's, surgery. That's definitely a parasocial relationship. So there's this, like, English guy, and he got a ton of plastic surgery because he's like, I want to look just like Jimin from BTS. And he did all this crazy stuff and altered him so drastically. And he just, I don't, like, as his platform, he's just like, oh, my gosh, I'm literally, like, Korean. I'm literally, like, Jimin. I'm literally. Yeah, he says he, like, I think he said something about being born Korean in the wrong body. Um, Which is really weird. Yeah. I mean, is that a form of parasocial? Well, because that's what I've been, like, thinking about. Like, Well, is that, like, a parasocial relationship, like, with yourself? I I don't know, because I feel like for parasocial relationship, like, I feel like anything's, like, a parasocial relationship, right? It's not, like, the super obsessive. Like, a parasocial relationship is just, like, a relationship in which one person has, like, emotional attachment to another person who doesn't know about them, right? Yeah. But, like, at that point, didn't... Jimin, like, no. Well, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, there's no way Jimin didn't know he existed after he caused such, like, a fuss. Yeah, I think in that case, it's more of, like, not that they don't know about them, but, like, that that connection that they think they have just, like, doesn't exist. Mm, That's true, yeah. It's kind of sad. But I think think that can also be, like, varying degrees, because, like, we're getting into, like, obsessed fandoms, but, like, also, like, 
one-sided crushes, would you consider that a parasocial relationship or no? That's what I thought of when you said it's like mm, unrequited so, love, yeah. except like one of them doesn't know you exist, which is like kind of odd. But, like, it reminds me of, like, a hallway crush or, like, an airport person crush. Yeah, because, like, they don't know Because they don't know you. you. But to be fair, you also don't know them. And it's I not, like, so. a for real yeah. relationship. Well, I think it's in like, my mind with that, like, if it's, like, an airport crush, then it's like, oh, they're cute, whatever. But I think when it gets to the point where it's like, I'm literally going to marry them. I'm planning out our wedding right now. Like, I think that's more on the border of parasocial. With, mm. like, who, though? Like, would a hallway crush count? I don't. No. Well, because you're not, like... Cause most uh, of the time, like, hallway crushes, like, know you exist. Unless they're, like... Do they? I don't know, actually. <laughs> I've never <laughs> fallen victim to this. Yeah. Here are some, like, common parasocial relationship examples. Mm, we can see. Binge-watching a drama where you dream about the character you have loved to daydreaming that you're a part of the series could be the oh, start my of gosh. an attachment. Okay, I've never done that. I've never record. done that either. Mm. Oh, I think a lot of it is also, like, vloggers, like, watching daily vlogs of, like, someone's life. Um, like, you kind of, like, start to have an attachment to, like, or, like, you know a lot about them and they know nothing about you, right? I've never been a big vlog watcher. Like, this is a side note, but, like, daily vlogs are kind of boring. You know what I mean? Well, not, like, daily vlogs, but, like... Like, just, like, a vlog? Mm, mm that's like, true. Like, if you follow an influencer? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I think the stuff with, like, the vloggers... Okay, in my mind, I think it's anything where it's, like, someone is gonna, like, write a fan fiction about, like, themselves and the other person and then, like, oh believe in it. Oh, yeah, oh. like, the your name ones? Yeah. Okay, I think yeah. that's a form of parasocial. Like, oh, One Direction fans? Yeah. Guys. Guys. Oh, my God. Like, everywhere I go, like, those things follow me. Yes, Lauren? The other day, I saw a post and someone was, like, made a sign it was like harry styles like on a date and, and it was just like on the side of the road and then it showed a paparazzi photo of him puking there ew what? and i was like that's literally crazy like that's just like impede like ugh, gives me the heebie-jeebies yeah well one directioners are kind of delusional like like there's so many jokes they about were the it. first k-pop fans i think yeah mm. have you guys like like there's always memes about it where it's like Her POV, Harry Stoyles, comes up to you, goes, you got something in your head, love, and he pulls out a baseball bat and starts hitting you on the head. Like, like there are people that, like, put a spin on it, but, like, that was, like, something for real. Like The they, accent really made it for me just now. <laughs> I just had to, just to let everybody know it was Harry's story. Mm -hmm, I appreciate But, like, that. there's also, like, that one trope that, like, everybody makes fun of, like, you wake up and your parents sold you to One Direction. Oh, my God. <laughs> Literally the yeah. funniest thing ever. But, like, there are, like, Wattpad stories that have, like, a, probably a million downloads or something. Or, like, reads, whatever. And, like, it is that. It's, like, I woke up and I threw my hair in a messy bun. I ran downstairs and my mom sold me to One Direction. And Harry goes... Hello, love. We're your new owners. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay. No. okay. Guys, I'm not being crazy. I mean, I've watched videos on we, the we know We know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. But yeah. it's just it's funny. Like, your it's delivery. A, yeah. <laughs> it's a well-known phenomenon. And that is definitely parasocial because Harry does not know who you are, but you yeah. think Harry just bought you from your mom. Or, okay, one <laughs> thing, <laughs> like, <laughs> one thing not to call you out, Sophie, but I remember in one of the older episodes, you said something about, like, 
you're like, but BTS, they're just such nice people. Oh, oh. I remember that. Yes. And I was like, wait. You were like, wait a minute. I was like, wait, pause. Yeah, like, you don't who know Guys, them. you don't no, know who. No, trust me, you guys. Don't know no, she knows I know them it. on a personal level. I like, know it. Guys, trust me. Right, there was something where I was like, oh, 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 one point I was thinking about when writing this was how um, in K-pop fandoms, there, of course, is a lot of scandals, and that comes with a lot of scandals surrounding sexual assault. And it'll be like, oh, this K-pop idol sexually assaulted oh. this girl who came out on Twitter and talked about it. And K-pop uh, fans will go through everything they can to try and debunk that. Whether that's being like, okay, well, they said this happened on this date when really they were in this other place on this date. And, like, trying to, like, mm. tie all these, like, loose ends together to make it seem as if the idol is innocent. When it's really, you don't know who they are. You don't know their character. You only see what they want to show you. So true facts i i actually that's something i was thinking of they were like like when a celebrity in general gets into a scandal and they're like this can't be this can never happen this would not be real and like who knows? i know they would never do that yeah. like girl <laughs> like i know in my heart and like it can seem that way because i feel like a lot of celebrities put on like Perhaps, like, a show or something when they yeah. go out. So, like, you may think somebody's a really good person, but we don't really have, like, any way of knowing. But, like, there's some celebrities where you just, like, know that, like, something like that would happen. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. if Jake Paul were to get in a scandal like that, I'd be like, okay, yeah. One that I think is, like, really present, or what am I saying? One that I think was, like, really, uh, like, showed that point was when Rex Orange County got into a scandal and people were trying their like hardest to try and dig up evidence that it didn't happen and they're like well rex orange county he writes all these like really nice songs about women like that can't be true whatever whatever but like songwriting isn't the same as reality Mm. facts and like about that after he i think he got like off free or whatever Mm -hmm. he like didn't get charged or something and everybody's like oh perfect like i can go back to listening to it now because he's innocent like Guys, being innocent in court is not the same thing. And, like, I've been binge-watching Suits, and if there's one thing I learned, it's that sometimes the criminals get off the hook, and it's all about how good your lawyer is. So, Mm -hmm. who knows, guys? I don't think think you should just believe the court ruling. You know what I mean? Yeah. TLDR, don't believe everything you see. Like, sometimes when I'm scrolling through, like, celebrities or whatever sometimes i just like have the thought that like wow what if this like whole personality is manufactured and they're actually like horrible people i mean i feel like Like, that's what it is like a lot of the time though because i remember there was this one thing in this k-pop group that sophie and i were really into where one of them he's supposed to act like kind of like babyish and sassy and whatever (laughs) and he like spoke out against that and he was like like they want me to act this way but like that's not how i really am who renjun really that was a thing oh i didn't know that yeah that's like an interesting thought like sometimes i wonder if it's like all manufactured so they get more people to like them yeah like a pr stuff yeah I know, like, a lot of artists will, like, blow up because of how, like, relatable they are, right? Yeah. But what if that's all, like, their ploy? Yeah. Like, I'm sure it is, yeah. Sure. But, like, it's so interesting how, like, they capitalize off of, like, people's attachment toward them. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's, like, weird to think about. Like, if you think too hard, it gets, like, 
it gets to you. Yeah, I'm like, ugh. Mm-hmm. And then, like, sometimes when celebrities are, like, revealed to be bad people, everybody's like, oh, I knew it all along. And, guys, this is called hindsight bias. I learned about this in psychology today. Mm-hmm. Wow. Hindsight bias is like, oh, I knew it all along. Like, no, you didn't. Like, how could how could the public, like, know if somebody's, like, good or bad when, like, they're, like, actors and stuff like that? Yeah. But mm-hmm. I was actually going to bring up, you know how, like, when celebrities date and, like, Fans go crazy over that stuff. Like Zendaya and Tom Holland, I think they're engaged now. Oh, are they? I don't think so. Or is that that a rumor? I think that was a rumor. Okay, well, they're dating, I think. And like, I sometimes see TikToks where it's like, oh my gosh, Zendaya and Tom Holland spotting. And then I go to the comments and it's like, they're literally my parents. Like, this is true love. And it's like kind of odd because like, yeah. Because like, I want it to be real too. Because like, imagine the two leads of Spider Man who play love interests, like, actually are in love. Like, wouldn't that be so cute? But, Mm. like, we have no way of knowing if that was, like, a PR stunt or not. I feel like couples, like, I don't know. Celebrity couples are always, like, an iffy thing. Because I know I see a lot of comments that are like, oh, my God, if they break up, true love doesn't exist. And then, like, they will break up. And then everyone's like, oh, my God. Yeah. And I feel like, to an extent, it could be, like, the pressure of, like, all the people being, like, oh, my God, this is, like, the perfect couple, but, like, we don't know what happens, like, yeah. behind the scenes, and that pressure of, like, being the perfect couple could get to them. Also, um, with the Rex Orange County thing, going back to that, there was this one thing, like, like you were saying, like, if they break up, then true love isn't real. There was this one thing that was, like, well, if Rex Orange County is sexually assaulting people, then, like, I guess there are no good guys, like, talking about how he writes so nicely about women, and, like, how could this be true? Like, he's the only good guy, whatever. And mm-hmm. I think those general statements of, like, oh, true love isn't real, like, as a joke, it's one thing. But I think if you keep seeing that around you, then it kind of, like, gets in your head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is kind of weird to, like, judge celebrity relationships because you, like, the thing about parasocial relationships is, like, you just, like, don't know who they are. And, like, they don't even know you exist, but that's, like, a whole other thing. But, like, I feel like everybody has, like, a parasocial relationship like that. Like, you know, like, you can, okay, let me use an example here. Like, if I really like the actor Tom Holland, that's a parasocial relationship, right? No. What? Because well, it's mm-hmm. believing, it's more that believing, like, if you went up to meet him, he'd be like, oh my gosh, you're so amazing. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, mm-hmm. I interpreted it as, like, you just like somebody and they don't know who you are. Oh, well, I don't know. That's what I was trying to figure out That's just kind of like being a fan. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel like I was reading earlier and it was like parasocial relationships like are made out in the media to seem so bad. But in reality, they're like everywhere and like they're not always so bad. That's what I was thinking. Like I thought that mm -hmm. was everybody's relationship with celebrities. I think maybe like we've just been talking about like the really extreme cases. Yeah. But I feel like day to day, like we all have parasocial like relationships, but they're not like extreme. extreme. Yeah. Yeah. People do take it to the extreme. And also like. I was reading there's this one study where it's, like, some form of parasocial, like, relationship is actually beneficial. Really? I don't know the science behind that, but, like, that's something I read. Do you know, like, in what way they were saying? Mm, I'll, I'll go back to that, but... I'm going to make a guess. I think it's because, like... Yeah, actually. Oh, oh provide <laughs> support, inspiration, and motivation. It can, also could oh, be, like, like... like, an idol, maybe? I guess but, like, so. Okay, I can maybe see that, like, a in strong. the sense of, like, a role model. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, but some people might take it too far. But, like, mm, yeah. it could be good. Um, like, in terms of, like, choosing no. a celebrity as your role model, that's kind of, like, like, 
okay, it would make sense if I like chose like Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Mm. But like, <laughs> okay, that was like, like that would be like, oh, my role model celebrity. But like, a a weird one to choose would be like, who's like some random actor, like some person that probably shouldn't be your idol. That like, you know what I mean? Like, Will- like William Dunham Dafoe. Well, yeah. <laughs> like Willem Dafoe. Isn't it Willem? It's Willem, guys. I think. Okay. So like, it's like different, I guess. Like, would you consider? <laughs> Ruth Bader Ginsburg, a celebrity. Like, if that's yeah. my parasocial relationship, I think that's okay. Like, to make this person your idol because, like, they can, like, stand for what you believe in. But, well, like, I mean, it's different, though, because if it's an actor, then it's like, then you're just kind of appreciating their performance, right? If, like, it's an actor and you like them. Mm-hmm. But, like, what if they're, like, your role model? Like, oh my gosh, I love Tom Holland. Well, because... maybe if you want to be an actor, then that's good for you. Uh, so, like, Oh, so, okay. Parasocial relationships, I guess, are not limited to, like, actors, right? Guys, I do have a story about a parasocial uh relationship. Do tell. So, you know, we've talked about her. She's, like, a household name, Hilary Hahn. And I met her over the summer. (gasps) And there is a little scandal at NYO about her. Uh Uh-oh. So, you know how, like, everyone idolizes her because she's, like, violin god, right? Mm -hmm. Violin goddess. But the thing is, like, people had issues with how she like treated them in that like she was very like setting boundaries and everything and very like professional when it came to like meeting the musicians backstage because we did have rehearsals with her and whatnot and so I know one of my friends because he was backstage at the time and everyone else was rehearsing he bumped into her and asked her for an autograph and she's like no I don't do that like we're not doing that here like let's keep it professional and then at that point like everyone's perception of her like changed Uh like so much and she also refused to do like individual signings and like backstage signings but then people like started kind of getting a bit mad about that and also like the quality of performance in the rehearsals like people had issues with Mm. interesting so like everyone had idolized her up until that point but then like once you like break the fourth wall I guess like (laughs) It kind of gets a bit iffy, you know, because yeah. everyone had built up this, like, persona of her because she's very, like, engaging and, like, supportive of all of her fans. Like, she'll go through and, like, repost things that her fans do, like, drawings and, like, everything. So she seems to be very, like, open to engaging with her fans. But when we got there, it was, like, the complete opposite, you know? Whoa. That's an interesting So story. it was, like... I mean, honestly, I see her point of view because... Yeah, I, like empathize with her because yeah. I feel like I wouldn't want to go there and like be signing like oh, for two or three yeah, hours. Yeah, because it's like you go from being like a collaborator with these kids to being like the Mickey Mouse walkabout at Disneyland. Yeah, exactly. Right? But yeah. people had such big maybe, issues. Maybe like the way I see it if like I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt like maybe she thinks that you guys are like such good musicians that like you're kind of on the same level as her and like you know like Maybe she doesn't want to be idolized because, like, everybody else is also really good at this camp. Mm. I think it's, like, the point of, like, the professionalism to know when someone's your collaborator versus they're, like, your idol and when to Mm. turn that on and off. And I think with someone like that where it's, like, a a musician that you love so much, that will be difficult. So I I see both points of view. I see both points of view, too, because I know, like, she should be, like, an inspiration and, like, she should be, like super i don't know it's not like she has like an obligation but like i feel like for motivating like 
the next generation of musicians, but also like setting those boundaries. Because I feel like if I was in her position, I would not want to like wait for three hours like signing everyone's things. Yeah. But I don't know. I just thought it was interesting because someone brought up that what the other guest collaborator, like the other guest musician that we collaborated with, mm-hmm. he was like so nice to everyone and he was like he formed that connection with like all of us really? and the reason why i think a lot of people were so upset with her was because we had that like juxtaposition of like him being so like nice and like welcoming and he got to like know everyone's names so he'd be like oh what's your name like and then he would sign like their name oh, and everything okay. but then we got to her and like everyone had like built up this persona of her being like violent goddess super like friendly and whatnot mm-hmm. and then like Wow. They huh. Yeah, that juxtaposition adds a new perspective. I mean, I think, like, after that, it's kind of like, you know, if the guy did that, then, like, she could as well. But, I, I mean, they're, they're individual people, so they can. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, people, they're human, right? Yeah. I feel like, though, like, celebrities or, like, I guess, like, famous people, like, that could be, like, musicians and athletes, like, I feel like being, like, kind to other people will only, like, help your reputation, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this, uh, that got me thinking, like, idols, like, in music for you is, like, idols in sports for me. Mm-hmm. And, like, this reminds me of when me and Lauren used to go to, like, um, like UW and BYU to, like, play volleyball. And, like, I didn't know any of these athletes. And then I would come out of it and I'd be like, oh, my God, I love this person. Like, mm. she was so kind and, like... Because they, they have programs where, like, the college kids coach you. Oh, yeah. And so, like, one of them's, her first name's Shannon. I forgot her last Hello, name. Oh, Shannon. Shannon is, like, okay. <laughs> uh, she's, like, my Hillary Hahn. <laughs> yeah. She's, like, really good at what she does. She played for UW. She graduated, like, last year with, like, 4.0. Dang. Like, all these crazy things. And she was a great athlete and all that. And, like, I feel like if I were the average volleyball fan and I knew about this girl and then I met her at one of these camps and she was like rude I feel like that would just like yeah mm-hmm. that would ruin everything to me because like yeah. when you're in that position to be like inspiring people you somewhat like have an obligation to like keep inspiring people okay maybe not an obligation but like I'm thinking of it as in like like women in high up places and things like that because like yeah what if you want to inspire like little girls to play tennis or like volleyball or like do music and stuff or like be politicians then you kind of owe it to like the woman population to set a good example and like encourage others to take up those positions that's Mm. like kind of a completely different thing but like you get what I mean yeah Yeah, yeah. your volleyball point kind of got me thinking because it was like it was a reverse parasocial relationship because I used to do um beach volleyball at this place called Dekine and they pushed out a lot of girls who went to go play D1 in college. And one of them, her name's Kelly Weber, and she was my beach coach oh, for a while. Kelly. And I love Kelly with my whole heart. She's mm. the kindest person. She's so great. Um, and then I wasn't, like, really – I wouldn't really pay attention to, like, college sports. And then I was like, oh, she plays at UW for the beach team. And I was like, okay, cool. And then, like, I'd turn on the TV and she'd be on there and I'd be like, hold on a second. So I think it's interesting to look at it from both perspectives. Mm. Like – I have, like, let's say for me, it's, like, um, Phoebe Bridgers. I think she's such an amazing musician. And if I were to meet her in person, I'd be like, ah. But for Callie, it's, like, I know her as a person first and what she does second. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. It, it It's, like, a really interesting thing. And, like, I remember, I still remember 
the libero specialist, like who coached the liberos oh, yeah, yeah. at uh, BYU one year. Her name was Sid. Sid. Her name was Sid, and like I had never heard of this team at all, and I emerged being a very big Sid fan. Yeah, I love Sid. She was great. She was a that redhead. Was, that was like another reverse. Parasocial. It was another reverse. Like whenever mm-hmm. I meet like athletes, it's like reverse. Like then I start following. Yeah. Like, if I were to meet Marshawn Lynch, like, <laughs> maybe, you know? <gasps> oh, my gosh. And then, and then, well, that came guys, out of nowhere. when yes. we were dropping off my brother, we flew to D.C. or, no, Baltimore. And, like, at that airport, after we landed, we saw the Mariners, like, starting pitcher. I what? forgot his name. <laughs> but my brother is a huge fan. So my brother ran into him in the bathroom. And he was so excited. He, like, waited outside a little bit and, like, pretended that he didn't just see him in the bathroom. And I started, like, following this guy and, like, on the Mariners and whatever, baseball and stuff. Because apparently he treated my brother really well and, like, took a picture with him and, like, signed something, you know. And so then that was another, like, reverse moment. Like, I don't care about baseball, but all of a sudden the Mariners are, like, my favorite team. Yeah, I think Mm. that gets tricky when it comes down to, like, we're talking about, like, college athletes and athletes that, like, are from our area who don't have as big of a platform as, like, let's say Beyonce. Mm. So I think building yourself up from the bottom, you kind of have to be kind to establish those relationships, like Sophie and the Mariners pitcher. But if you're so high up, then I think you just kind of lose touch with it because you know that you have that quote following. Mm, true true yeah and i wonder like who's somebody what's the celebrity that like you would think would be rude kim kardashian that's my guess yeah yeah i, I kind of have a personal <laughs> vendetta against all the kardashians really that's yeah. another parasocial relationship <gasps> wait Ooh, you're so true, right true. wait let's guys, unpack this guys let's unpack wait. this reverse like you hate a celebrity for a reason you don't understand well, I understand well we understand it, but like <laughs> yeah. they don't know you but you hate them that's but, like true. donald trump like Donald Trump, except I feel like that's a different thing. <laughs> that, yeah. yeah, I know. He made his views on separate things really clear. Um, yeah. That's just true. But, like, but, Kim Kardashian. Yeah, I think that would be difficult because, like, if I were to, like, run into her in the grocery store, I'd kind of give her some stink eye, maybe. <laughs> really? Like, I'd then, take a picture. But then, like, what if Lucky. she was really nice? Like, then I'd feel bad. Oh, and that's I think, true. Because we are judging her on, like, yeah. nothing. Well, 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 I mean... I mean <laughs> Or, like, Paris Hilton, I think, is a really good example of that because she, like, for the first, like, half of her life, she play- portrayed herself as very, like, ditzy and, like, just kind of, like, doesn't know anything, but, like, she's pretty, so it doesn't matter. Mm. And now she's coming out with all this stuff that's, like, as a kid, I was really traumatized and I, like, never spoke like that at home and all of this was an act. So I think putting up an act, no matter if that's for the good or for the bad, will always, like, come back to bite you. Probably. Ooh. And then there's, like, I see these videos online, and it's, like, oh, my gosh, like, Kim Kardashian being a mom or, like, Kylie being a mom. And everybody in the comments is, like, I don't like Kylie, but she makes a really good mom. And I'm, like, guys, what? <laughs> what is going on that. here? Like, like it's, like, kind of crazy. But there's wasn't one of the Kardashians, like, going to be a lawyer and, like, helped out with, like, oh, yeah. jail stuff? I think stuff? that was Kim. Oh. That was Kim, right? Yeah. Like, that's pretty... But then the thing is, like, people are saying, like, that only happened because their father is, like... Isn't their father, like, a famous lawyer? Mm, that's true. But I was watching a video of, like, this law student who was reacting to it. And she was, like, it's actually pretty respectable that, like, even though she's had that, like, help, it's no different than, like, someone else whose, like, dad was a lawyer. That's true. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
But I, I don't know. It's that interesting. Makes sense. With it that. is weird. I kind of have this like internal battle about it. It's like I have no reason to dislike the Kardashians. Well, uh, guys, I don't know. Yeah. yeah no, this, this is, is complicated. Difficult. This is too complicated. Like celebrity relationships is like really complicated. Mm, and I've also never met a celebrity. Well, I mean, so. the athletes you were talking about, but oh yeah, well not like a like an A list celebrity. Like, yeah. Like I've never met Tom Cruise, and I want to meet Tom Cruise. Oh, but wait, your mom has Tom a story Cruise. With okay, Tom Cruise. La- sit down, buckle up. I thought Tom Cruise is like a cult following. Oh thing. yeah, he does. He's crazy. Yeah. And he's part of um, Scientology, which is one thing. Yeah. But this story with my mom. That's so weird. If you know my family, you know this story. So let me tell you all. So Tom Cruise, my mom was a Senate page in Washington, D.C. when she was 17 years old. And that means Whoa. she just basically like interned for the Senate and like brought the um, senator's coffee and whatever. Um, and that was just like a summer program. And they that's still a thing. And so... A lot of famous people would come into the Senate, whether that was, like, a global leader or a celebrity. And this one time, Tom Cruise comes in with Nicole Kidman, because at this time they're dating. And so my mom has this parasocial relationship with Tom Cruise. (laughs) And she's like, I'm 17, but, like, if he saw me, he would break up with Nicole Kidman to get with me. No. And so my mom is fighting tooth and nail to go see Tom Cruise. And she tells the story of how, like, she was, like, he was, like, coming into, like, the food area, and there was this um, woman who was working in the kitchen, and she didn't speak much English. So my mom was, like, okay, take press this button, and then she had the camera flipped around, so oh, I was going to take a no. picture of her face. And so she's, like, no, turn it around, turn it around. So she goes up to be, like, standing close to him, and this, and then... Uh, this security guard tackles her to the ground. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. And f- Tom Cruise looks down at her, makes eye contact, and says, I hope it was worth it. And my mom looks up to him and says, well, guess what? You're short and your hair is greasy. And so <laughs> that that is the Tom Cruise Did he story. I think he just kind of, like, scoffed and walked away. But that, that would kind of get to me if I was him. But I think that just, like, goes to show you, like, everyone loves Tom Cruise and thinks he's, like, so hot and whatever. I'm not one of them. I think he's so weird. (laughs) Sophie is But he, like, was kind of, like, rude. Like, Mm. also, like, the security guard, like, tackled my mom for no reason. So, like, (laughs) let's give her some justice for that. My mom thinks it's because the security guard was trying to show off to Tom Cruise as well. (laughs) That's so funny. That's actually really funny. I bet that's what it was. Yeah. So, Tom Cruise... You and I have beef, man. I, okay, I have a different type of parasocial relationship with Tom Cruise. I know him from the first Top Gun movie, and that was his prime, guys. I'm not saying he's in his prime anymore. He's definitely not. He's definitely not, like, attractive anymore. But, like, guys, when I rewatched the first Top Gun, I was like, hmm. But he had he does have a unibrow in that, though, and I just don't oh. dig that. Oh. So... Yeah, I'm oh well. shaking my head right now. SMH, yeah. guys, come on. He's like, he's like the brave pilot. Like, well, guess what? That's what my mom thought too. Before she got tackled to the ground <laughs> and verbally like assaulted. assaulted. <laughs> so that is kind well, of funny. She verbally assaulted him back. Yeah, but... so it was a fair fight. Yeah. I think that's funny that like the the guard tackled her for like standing there. <laughs> yeah, no, there's a photo. I'll see if I can find it. We can put it on Instagram Ooh. of my mom just standing there, and this guard is like. Is like moments before disaster. <laughs> that is such There's an epic Tom photo. Cruise and Nicole Kidman, my mom, and then the security guard is like staring my mom down from the other side of the hall. It, it's it's crazy. Okay. But like she up. met Tom Cruise though. 
I mean, yeah, but like at what expense? <laughs> yeah, like I now would, that I would go through is, that like, expense. Like, guys, I just want to like see him in person. Be like, do you really have one tooth in the middle? Well, guess what? He's short and his hair is greasy, so... Guys, uh, guys, stop. <laughs> yeah, Sophie's defending her parasocial yeah, relationship. Yeah, exactly. That's one of the signs <gasps> of a parasocial relationship. Oh, my God. No, guys, right here, guys. guys, guys. I know him. Okay? <laughs> sure. <laughs> guys, he... That's not who he is. Mm-hmm. It was his stunt I know the double. real him. <laughs> his stunt double. <laughs> guys, come on now. Mm-mm. That's like, Mm-mm. like, I would defend Michelle Obama. You know? What if she's actually a horrible person? We'll never know. <laughs> Guys. It's true. Come on now. Like, Oprah Winfrey. Oh, Oprah Winfrey. My dad hates Oprah Winfrey. Oh, why? What the heck? I think, I don't Your remember. Your family has so much beef with yeah, celebs. Yeah, my fam has a lot of beef with celebs. Um, But I think, it's just because, like, she's, like, thinks she's better than everyone is my dad's point. Whoa. Oh. I think a lot of people think that. Mm. Including myself. <laughs> wow. Okay. That was a joke. Uh, it's actually, there's this thing in psychology. It's called like, I forgot, but it's like when people always think that they're better than other people and they like overestimate. No, it's like, it's, I think it's just called like something about overestimation. Superiority complex? No. Anywho, it's in my notes. It's like some like psychological thing where people always think that they're better than other people and like they overestimate their own skills and like, mm. I'm definitely one of those people. Like sometimes I'm like, psh. Like, these people in my math class don't know what they're doing. And then I get my quiz back, and I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, not to make this all about me, but... No, you know... Okay, this is kind of random, but I was just thinking, like... And never have I ever, like, Davey at the end with, like, that one ah, Princeton wait! girl. Wait, you've seen... Oh. Ah. You haven't finished it, you haven't Sophie? Finished it? I haven't. It. I, I haven't. Okay. I couldn't get through wait, wait, it. Wait, wait, wait. Sophie, plug yours. Because I want to hear Ava's point. Okay. okay. I'll just sit in Buckle on it. up. Okay, no, but this is, like, so minimal, but that <gasps> Wait, one... Wait, I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, so there's this, like, upperclassman who went to Princeton, was it? Mm-hmm. Princeton, who was, like, she idolized her, and then she got to Princeton and, like, met the girl again, and the girl was, like, literally in shambles. Yeah, so the, she had the, the girl built dropped up, out, right? Yeah, the girl had dropped out and was pretending to be, like, a Princeton student just so she wouldn't, like, you know, whatever. Judge her. Yeah, but, like, that was a total, like... It's not that she doesn't know her. It's more like we're more getting into the realm of like building up like personas for people yeah. and not so much parasocial. But like I thought that was interesting because she had built up this like whole personality of her being like the perfect like whatever mm-hmm. like student. But then she ended up not. So like there's so many instances of like where you think something about someone. but uh-uh. And it's wrong. That's it's crazy. so wrong. What a phenomenon. Yeah, it's it's crazy. But I don't know. I was just thinking about that and like. Also, the part where, like, she thought she was, like, the girl, like, to a T, but then she actually wasn't. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't know where I was going with that, but, no, like, no, no, that I know was... That makes sense. Like, we definitely make up personas in our head. Because, like, it's hard to, like, separate the actor from, like, the movies that you've seen them in. Like, if I were to meet Harrison Ford, I would think he is Indiana Jones or Han Solo. Like, I would think he acts like that. Because, yeah. like... I don't know. He plays it so well, and it's just like that's the only personality I associate with this person. Mm. That's why I would never want to be like an actor of like a mean character, you know? Yeah. Because yeah. everyone's gonna associate you as like, like the mean character. Like you know Regina George and how oh, she's yeah. in the Notebook. I didn't know that. I've never watched the Notebook. I didn't but know that either. She's but... the main love interest, I think. She's like the girl, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't well, know. anyways, it's like hard for me to see that because like. 
she was so mean in the movie. Like how I know how can you recover from that? Like when that's your whole entire personality. Like, like everybody sees her as Regina George. And I'm yeah. like, wow, she's probably so mean on set. Like, no. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> like, no. I saw this thing. It was like, if you're, like, hating an actor after watching a movie that they're in, then that just shows how good of an actor they really are mm. because they were able to portray that character to a T. Facts. And then there's, like, actors that play the same character in everything they're in. Yeah, so then you, like, end up associating yeah. with that. Like, what's a good example? Like, I think Harrison <gasps> Ford. Harrison Ford, okay, uh, Noah Centineo. Oh, <laughs> oh, God, but that's, like, that's understandable mm-hmm. because he always plays, like, what's another word for, like... The jock? He plays, like, yeah, the jock, the player, like, and then, so, if I were to meet him real, in real life, I'd be like, ugh. Yeah. You're mm. a player. You know? Yeah. I feel like everybody's noticed that Noah Centineo always plays the same characters. Yeah. And, like, all like, those weird Netflix movies. Yeah. Like, I am a huge fan of, like, the first to all the boys. I've loved before if you, you know, everybody's seen that movie. I love that movie. But then there's, like, the second and the third, and I'm like, and I never even watched show. the third. <laughs> and then there's the kitty show, and I'm just like, what are you doing? <laughs> Check out our episode about that. <laughs> yeah. I was literally about Exo to Kitty plug. Mm-hmm. Exo Kitty plug. We did an episode. We broke it all down. Check it out. So that was our chat on parasocial relationships slash celebrities slash actors and personas, all that stuff. We did go like a little bit off topic, but that's just how we roll. So I hope everybody enjoyed this episode. We always have more to say about these kinds of topics. So stay tuned. We'll probably talk about it again. And if you like this episode a lot, you should email us about it. Email us at riceandshinepod at gmail.com if you really like what we're putting out. <laughs> and also, you can rate us on Spotify mm-hmm. and Apple Podcasts. Oh, yes. Give us five stars, guys. Anywhere you can rate us, give us five stars. <laughs> give us five stars. We deserve it. We have been through it these last couple <laughs> years, guys. Junior year was hard. Mm-hmm. We need a reward. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that. Um, also, we have an Instagram. That we will be posting we on. We will be posting on. Guys, there is a real incoming I, I'm Sophie, saving it for, that I'm was from like I'm saving 10 it years ago. Yeah, Sophie made a reel that we were supposed to post two weeks ago. <laughs> two weeks. Okay, happened. well, here's the thing. It was on my TikTok, and I couldn't figure out how to get rid of the watermark. Oh, just and crop it. And it says, it. it's like on the sides like this. Oh. It goes like, So, guys, I'm going to post that on Friday because that's our spirit day. Oh, I think my mom's donating a pair of maroon pants for me. Oh, wow. Yeah. She listened to our episode and thought she should donate to the cause. So, yeah. Oh, that's about last last episode. Um, We talked about a lot of stuff. Oh, wait, no. Last, last episode. (laughs) First episode. (laughs) First episode of the season. Okay, guys. So, I am a little behind, but I will be posting a reel. Stay tuned for our Instagram. That's at Rice and Shine Podcast. What else? We have a Spotify Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, any podcast platform we are on and we need to be rated. So So that's all we have for today. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time.